It's longer time. Yay! Yay. Longer time. Poems, stories, and thoughts. By me, Paul Creek. Who else? Happy Friday. I'm changing things slightly this week. I'm not going to waffle on at the start too much. I'm just going to introduce what you're about to hear and then let the piece do the work. It's the first in a series of short stories based on my time growing up around the Gatwick area in the 90s. The first one is called Bowling. They're all based on real experiences, but some details have been changed, names, etc. R.I.P. Crawley AMF and the ABC Cinema. They don't make them like they used to. If you haven't checked out the live set I did on Tuesday, the Not Quite Live edition, have a listen. It was a little bit messy, but I enjoyed doing it. It reminded me of how we used to make tapes back when I started MCing. That's it. Have a banging weekend. Peas and taters. Paul. Satellite Stories, Volume 1 Bowling It was probably a Friday night Crawley High Street We must have been around 17 As we were in the old bowling alley One of the only places we could get served Getting beard up and pissing about This new entertainment complex had opened up on the edge of town A few minutes walk away Sort of like a mini Vegas for Crawley Just without most of the glitz and replaced the slot machines with time crises, that punch out one and that dance thing with the disco squares. At the TGI Fridays, some cinema multiplex, some shite nightclub, a MACD's and you get the picture. Took a lot of the punters there with it. The old AMF was dying of death, but it had booze. We were all there, Gareth, Mo, Rich, Brendan and me, and there were always other faces you bump into. I don't remember why. For some reason, me and Brendan had gone outside, probably on some little wind flight mission, more than likely on a jaunt to the new place to see if there are any girls around our own age that we could attempt to talk to, as if we'd ever actually get anywhere. But even with the odds stacked against us, it never pissed on that little fire of excitement that something might actually come of it. Few beers, bit bleary-eyed but brimming with that faux confidence you get from watered-down bowling alley lager flowing in the system. We were bowling, mate. We'd barely got out the door though and onto the pavement when this group of five or so boys all YSL polos with the collars up, tight hats sat at impossible angles, trackies and classics stops us in our tracks. This tall ginger one, hands full of sovereigns and keepers, face screwed up like he's constipated, comes up fast in that classic rude boy stance, chin tucked in, shoulders forward, asks us for a snout or something. I knew enough to know this was never really a request and more of a demand. This ginger prick's made a beeline straight for me. Never underestimate the psychological instincts of a cunt like this. They got a homing beacon on the weak ones. He knew it. And so did I. 
My mouth must have feebly mumbled some incoherent bollocks, heartbeat rising and ring loosening in response to this rather impolite but almost customary greeting. All I know is that my voice just went up an octave, never hadn't given away that I was already scared, than I had now. Before I know it though, Brendan chats something back and is now biting foreheads with his kid, talking in that vocab you learn fast round here, or what, what, you know I am, bruv, etc, etc. This ginger prick doesn't like the fact that Brendan has stepped up to him. I don't know where this is going and there's a few raised voices with this whole merry dance feeling very familiar. Anyway, turns out that in amongst this little mob, there's a geezer that both me and Brendan know, was in the year below us at school and he's alright. He's holding a stellar in a blue puffer jacket, mad red eye, looking like he was probably having a nice evening until this, like a parent on a night off who suddenly has to step back into mummy mode. He's now in the middle, splitting up Brendan and this Aggie ginger kid, trying to calm things down. Thing is, me and Brendan are now separated, and three of the others are now in front of me and too close for comfort. This kid with light freckles on his face is asking me for fags. Not quite as aggy as the ginger one, but I ain't chancing it. I think I tell him that I don't smoke, because he's now pointing at the box-shaped bulge sticking out of my too tight cream Teddy Smith jeans that I got from Street Talk in Red Hill. Suddenly, I don't think they're so tasty anymore. I weren't lying though. I don't smoke. Not cigarettes. But at the time, I'd been nicking packets of fags from this newsagent and selling them onto my mates for cheap. I'd flogged a couple of boxes to Rich that night, back inside the bowling alley. I tell him it's my wallet. Then one of the other ones, small spotty blonde prick, asked for a pound, which was a standard crawly shakedown back then and probably in the guidebook for something you had to experience, at least once. Like some shit instinct I didn't know I had, I've whipped my wallet out and I'm opening up the change compartment packed full of squids from where I sold the cigarettes. What the fuck am I doing? I must really want to ingratiate myself to these pricks. Funnily enough, the kid with the freckles tells me to put my wallet away. He ain't trying to rob us, he says. He just wants fags. What a nice guy. The kid that just spared me, and you think he that would be it. But suddenly my lips are trembling again, bumbling out some extracurricular bollocks which entails giving them the name of my mate Rich and that he's in the bowling alley and has fags. Of course this caught the ears of the ginger prick who by now has had to back down from Brendan and probably ain't used to that, so now he's back on me, demanding I repeat those details and I do, surname and everything, like I can't control my lips, like as an involuntary action, like I just lost my arsehole and threw my own mate under the bus in front of all these pricks and in front of my other mate, Brendan. I'm praying they don't go in there. Fortunately, the kid that we know, stellar in hand, is now leading the ginger cunt and their little firm away and back up the high street. Turns around and says, sorry boys, as me and Brendan walk off, resuming our little mission. Whatever it was. Me, heartbeat still pumping, trying to slow it down and keep pace with Brendan, lowering the tone of my voice back down to normal. As if nothing just happened. Brendan don't even look at me, stays quiet and just stares ahead. As we resume, back to bowling. It's longer time. Yay. Longer time. Poems, stories and thoughts. By me, Paul Creed. Who else?